You're listening to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you're looking for the tools to deal with the challenges of this ever-changing modern world, you're in the right place. Now let's get it going. All right, welcome to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. I'm your host, Pete Buskus, and I'm pretty fired up today. Um, last week, I reviewed a book, The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek, and I love that book, but I love the concept of it. And I, you know, I espoused that last week and all the different things. And it's funny how life has a way of happening to you. This week, I was challenged with my washing machine breaking, and I started to get really curious about the whole thing. So I took the machine apart. And I found inside this machine, I didn't really even understand the design of a front-loaded washing machine. By the way, it's a Samsung front-loaded washing machine. I'm going to do pitch my public service announcement. Don't buy those things um, because they are fundamentally flawed in their design. And it got me thinking about this infinite game and this design of this machine. And as an engineer and as somebody who's worked in oil and gas for you know, 20 plus years and having, you know, a good understanding about cement and what cement can and cannot do. I was just floored of this design of this, of this, uh, washing sheet. So just to kind of give you guys a little engineering background, you have a drum in the middle that spins and you've got two counterweights so that it stays in balance. Okay. makes sense. Well, those counterweights are made of cement. And they're bolted with metal into a plastic casing, to a plastic tub casing. And then you go and you run your washing machine over and over and over again. And any vibration into cement will deteriorate and break it. Same with plastic. It will fatigue and it'll break. And ours broke after two whole years. And, you know, I called up their customer support and, like you get when you talk to customer support, oh, your warranty is only one year and we'll cover this and we'll cover it. Well, we can't cover this. We can't cover that. And so I call up the customer support and like you get with normal customer support is you basically get the runaround. You know, I'm working through text because nowadays you don't talk to a person. You either go through a online robot or through texting on your phone and I'd get passed through two or three different people because they keep telling me that, oh, your warranty doesn't cover this. And I keep reminding them that this is a fundamental design flaw that even if I fix this, even if I spend $500 to fix this, it can happen again. And it can happen again at any time. It can, like I already looked, the top half was already fatigued and looked like it was ready to go as well. And then I thought to myself about what is it that they're selling? And I asked the people, I started going down a real wormhole with them about what it was that they were selling and what the value is of their customer. What is the value of the person that they're selling their product to? And could, because I was coming clean, like really fast or, you know, um, soon off of that infinite game review is that, well, do you want to have a customer forever or are you, are like, what is your acceptable loss of customers? What is it, you know, as a small business owner myself, like if I haven't delivered on my promise, then it bothers me. 
if I haven't delivered on what I say I'm going to help you do, it bothers me and I want to make it right. And that's customer service. That's believing in your product. So what was interesting, and I think I'm going to be rambling a little bit today and be going off on all these different tangents, but I went to look up Samsung's mission statement. And I believe we all need to have a mission if we're going to be out there delivering some sort of service. And it made me laugh. Let me read it to you. We will devote our human resources and technology to create superior products and services, thereby contributing to a better global society. All right, well, let's unpack this. So they're devoting their human resources and their technology to create superior products and services. Well, as I just highlighted, they did not create a superior product. In fact, they created an inferior product. So they're lying. They're lying to themselves. They're lying to us. And then they also want to uh, create superior products and services. Well, if you talk to their support staff, their service is to be by the book. Their service is, these are our rules. We operate within these rules, regardless of what impact our products have on you. And we will not stand behind our mission statement. We will stand behind our warranty. We'll stand behind the legalities, the small print. And I asked one of the people there, what is the value, the lifetime value of one of your customers? And they couldn't answer that because I didn't expect them to be able to answer that. They were customer support. Why do they know about marketing? What do they know about client acquisition? What do they know about customer retention? And then I started to think about the big picture. How many billions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars does Samsung put into client acquisition, into marketing, into advertisement, into all this other stuff? And how much are they putting into client retention? And is that something that we look at when we're doing our business? You know, I know when, when we're out there trying to build our business base, whether it was when I, when my wife and I owned the dental practice or now what doing my coaching, you put a lot of effort into going out there, building relationships, making connections so that someone will have the belief that they can hire you, that you will help them with their problem. And my problem right now is I can't do laundry at my house because my washing machine broke, which cost me about $1,000, a high ticket item that I thought was a superior product. That's what they told me. That's what they sold me on. Superior product, peace of mind, reliability, all of those things that these products tell us. But the minute that you identify a law, the minute you identify a fundamental problem with their product, a company will go and hide behind its warranty, its legality, what it says it will replace and what it says it won't replace. So for them, if we look at it and compare it to the infinite game, they're not worried. They're not concerning themselves with client retention. They're only concerned with purchase you purchasing from them the first time. How much does this washer cost Samsung? Maybe it costs them a couple hundred bucks. 
How much do they sell it for? A thousand. Okay, well, they got a thousand dollars from me, but they will never get another dollar from me. The corporation itself, I will never buy a Samsung product again. And I'm not saying that the other people are much better. I don't think Sony's better. You know, I don't think, you know, LG is apparently horrible as well. Horror stories from LG. But it was my experience. And I'm obviously, I'm recording a podcast about it. And it's the experience I'm sharing with the people around me is that the cost of, of keeping me as a customer was way less or valued, I'm seen as less valuable than the cost of going out and acquiring a new customer for, for Samsung. And I asked them this question. If the cost to repair this machine is equivalent to me going and buying a brand new machine, what do they think I'm going to go do? Well, they think I'm going to go buy a brand new machine and what, go buy another Samsung? No, that's never going to happen. I'm going to go and get myself a good old-fashioned GE or Whirlpool, right? Top loader that doesn't have this design flaw because they didn't address the problem. Even if I had repaired that piece of garbage, the design flaw exists. And they cannot, no one can guarantee to me that later that same design flaw isn't going to rupture again in a year or two years. And then what? You just keep repairing a piece of junk? There's a design flaw in your product. Yet, in their mission statement, they espouse that we will devote our human resources and technology to create superior products. When you've identified a design flaw in your product, it is no longer superior. And take that to note in anything you do, whether it's your business, whether it's your parenting, whether it's your relationship, whether it's you at work trying to get a promotion. If you've identified a design flaw in how you're operating, you are not offering a superior product. And if you're playing the infinite game and if you're thinking the long term, shouldn't your goal be to continually work on, refine yourself, and become a superior product? If you're selling yourself, which is what you do when you're at your job, which is what you do when you're trying to stay married, you're selling yourself, you're always selling yourself as the best version of you. You're putting yourself up as the best version, the best example for your kids. If you own a business, what you offer, if you're a dentist, the services you provide, it doesn't, it doesn't profit you to bring in, a, to spend hundreds of, you know, spend thousands of dollars to bring a patient in and forget about the patient who's already there. Because that person's lifetime value to you is exponentially greater than the acquisition cost of one person. That is finite thinking. Samsung, you are a finite thinker. If you are invested in this company, just remember, they are finite thinkers. They are not worried about the future. They're not worried about their reputation. They're not worried about how they see themselves in 10 years. They're worried about saving 500 bucks on a piece of garbage washer. If that's how you think, you are destined to fail. You are not set up for immortality. You are not set up 
to exist past the next quarter. And that's why this experience was so fascinating for me, so curious for me to run it out, to ask those questions, to see if anybody even knows them. And then to ask, then to turn that microscope on myself and ask those questions. What value do I offer? Will I stand behind my product? And I will always stand behind my product. Anybody who knows me knows. If you got me as a friend, you got me as a friend for life. If you got me working for you, I will always, always over-deliver. I will give you the gold standard because that's what you do when you're not just looking to rip someone off and move on with life. And today, too many of our businesses are set up that way. And of course they are because look, the largest corporations, the ones that make the most money operate this way. And we think that's the right way of doing it. And it's not. So ask yourself, this relationship that I'm trying to create, this business that I'm trying to create, this life that I'm trying to create, am I doing it with a vision of what the unintended consequences are, what the long-term vision is for what I'm trying to create? Am I going to rip somebody off today and sacrifice that relationship for the future? Or... Am I going to do what's right today so that I can establish trust, credibility, integrity for the rest of my life? So don't be Samsung. Be you. And think about what choices you make today and how they impact the next 10 years of your life. How those choices will impact the rest of your life. Do you stand behind what you say? Do you stand behind your product? And if you do, great. And if you can't, take a take a minute to revisit that. What is lacking? What is missing? Why don't you feel you can stand behind your product? Why do you feel that right now you have to hold something back? Because as I showed you right now, by holding back $100 today, you're going to lose up on $10,000 over the experience, over the life of the experience. It's finite thinking. And that is the problem that we're all facing today, is finite thinking. Cycles that satisfy someone else's agenda and objective. So don't fall into the trap of finite thinking. Do not be a Samsung. And with that, I'm going to sign off. Thanks for listening to me rant this week, and I will talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you like what you heard today, drop me a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. And if you want to learn more about working with me, you can always look me up at www.petebeskis.com. Thanks, and see you all next week.